0: Welcome to The Winding Road Home, now available on all of your major podcast platforms. I'm Russ Salerno, your show host. Along aside of me is my lovely wife, Yvette, and Our Danielle. lovely
1: daughter, Danielle.
0: Danielle. Hi. Yes. So um, uh, Danielle joins us today on our show. We, we did a Dad and Danny show a while back, um, a long time ago. Long, long and, time. And um, we need to do more of that. So, all I ask you to do, Danielle, is come up with things you want to talk about. But since we're going back to school and all the kids are going back to school, we're going to talk about uh, going back to school and and what that entails. So, um, hey, we just wanted to, uh, before we get started, we always like to um, uh, recognize you listeners. We would love it if you would subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review if you like the show. If you don't, we like to say don't review us at all, but um, review us anyway. I don't really... Doesn't really bother me. Just um, bring it on. Um, but uh, if you if you feel if you're feeling saucy, give us the old five star review, and we'll we'll definitely appreciate that. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, as well as contact the show via email at the Winding Road home at gmail.com. This podcast is simply a response to God tugging on our hearts to do something bigger than we are, not something we're necessarily good at, but we really um, feel like God's called us to do this. Uh, something we're unfamiliar with, and we believe that there's more that God's going to do with this show. Now, uh, as always, we want to thank the servicemen and women who have served um, um, uh, faithfully and uh, selflessly to um, protect our freedom, um, and that includes police, police officers, uh, firemen, nurses—you uh, know, anybody in service like that. Um, those jobs are tough. And not a lot of people necessarily want to do. Inside it. that man's well, body is a little child calling and, out for help, really? and that's Barney. Help me, help me, Barney's always trying to jump in there, you know, good old Barney. But anyway, yeah, there is a there is a, a little child in every man, uh, saying, "Help me, help me." Well, we'll actually talk a Speaking little. bit Speaking
1: of help me, help me. Okay, I'm sitting here now. Y'all can't see Russ, but I think that the light that we have <clears throat> above our um, our studio desk here is very yellow because the whole one side of him has this yellow tone from his <laughs> neck up his face and you know when you go in the hospital and they put that yellow stuff on like before they really? <laughs> before they they give you a needle or something and it's that's what it looks yeah. like and i've been i've been staring at you for the last so few jaundice minutes or something? that's what yeah. you look like
0: really? okay All <laughs> it's right.
1: gotta be the light i'm sorry i just i couldn't even draw my eyes away from it i was trying okay. to figure out what was going on we might have to change that light bulb to something a little more white
0: (laughs) turn it off or something i don't know it might be coming from there it's it's really me i'm really here so (laughs) um all right so was it me but so last a couple nights ago the fire alarm went off or not the fire alarm but the little it's smoke detector
2: detector, yeah
0: and i thought to myself (sighs) you know those things have you ever had one? You know, I, don't think, I don't think a fire or smoke alarm battery goes dead during the day ever. I think yeah. it always, I think they're programmed to just go out between like 2 and 4 a.m.
1: And they I mean, only go off so many times, until, like in an hour. Yeah. So, so you're running by each one going, we're going, is it this one? Is it this one? Yeah, is no, it this one?
0: well yeah it's it's the beep and you're like looking around like a like a Squirrel. like a, like, a, like a, yeah you're just oh, looking around it's, it's kind of it, it is odd but the, we found the smoke detector that was making a little beeping noise uh
2: correction i found it okay. Danielle found <laughs> it
0: and uh <laughs> I, I, narrowed it down I put to the two. battery in i put the battery in and i'm getting down from putting the battery in the second i step my foot off of the ledge to, <laughs> like, I'm done. I've got this done. It beeps the second I put my foot off
1: of it. <laughs> it's like it knew.
0: So I think it was playing around with me. But, um, yeah, yeah I just. you
1: almost want to just take all. I, how many people literally, I mean, we did it. I talked to another girl, they, they just take all the batteries out because we get so frustrated when that happens. Their well, old house, we ended up taking all the batteries out.
0: Well, because there's always that one that goes off, even if you have the good battery in.
1: And you can't find it because there's so many And the, you know, is it coming from here? And it sounds like it's coming from there. Oh, ah, yeah. I, I think I was up 20 times that night.
0: Well, it's, um, it's, thank goodness it's done. We're, we're, uh, we, we're not losing any more sleep. And considering
1: but, um, that I left the gas stove on, maybe it was a good idea. Yes, that it was we on.
0: just, uh, I was walking, walking in the kitchen just a minute ago and there was just a flame of burning right there. Um. It wasn't really hot. It was yeah. pretty low. It, yeah, very. And he low. looked at me He goes, yeah.
1: "Do you do you know that there's a there's a a, you, a burner on?" I went, "Oh.
0: Yeah, it's hot enough outside. We yeah. don't need it's any, like, uh, "Are
1: you sure?" And and I said, "Yeah, I need He said, "Do you need it on?" I said, "No." I said, "You turn it off." He said, "Yes. Yeah. So, okay. get okay, good." And then I, yeah. <laughs> I ignored you.
0: <laughs> well, um, turn the burners off, folks, and then you won't need the smoke alarms with the batteries that are going dead that beep at you crazy, and, you know. So anyway, we'll be right back with the good, the bad, and the cray-cray. All right, so we haven't done this segment in a while, the good, bad, and the cray-cray. These but, are good. Give me but, some good. But, um, uh, you yeah, know, there is a lot. There is actually a, there is a lot of good out there. We just never talk about it. Uh, the good is, college football starts Thursday night. You want a good. That is such a guy. College. You want a good. I,
1: but I, love, I like college football. I want, take college football over pro football. You want, you want football a good? I give
0: it to you. I give it to you. I give you good. Yeah. Football's, so good. football's Fall, here. Cooling off. Um, I postpone this marriage um, until after football <laughs> season. Sorry. So. That's, it truly is. Um, you know, and you're getting better, but I really wish. That you both, my whole family was in love with football as much as well. Your as son is that's good
1: enough. You guys can watch it, but I watch it now more because of Will. So I like to yeah. watch
0: Will. Yeah. So, so she mentions Will. We're talking about Will Greer. Will Greer is um, a, a kid that I, I used to a coach. Kid? Well, he's, he's a kid. kid. He's a kid to me. I'm not fifty years old. He's, he's twenty. He's a grown man. He's a grown man a with, a, with a yes, he is. But um, he's a young man that I he was a kid when I when I was coaching and, and I was coaching coaching him and coaching his team and uh, with Chad Greer. But Will Greer got got signed with the uh, drafted and signed with the Carolina Panthers. And um, he's I think he's going to do a great job, and I'm excited to see him here in Carolina. And, and uh, so yeah, so it's exciting. I can't really get into the Carolina Panthers. I've never been able to get into the Carolina Panthers because I just I'm sorry. I just can't get into Cam Newton. I he's just too much of a. But self, now
1: we've got Will, so now we now, now we, we Will, can really get into the Panthers. So we, we can we can
0: we can we him. And, and yes, he's so. Congratulations to uh, Will Greer for doing such a fine job. He's the hardest working kid. I, I'd say hardest working athlete. I gotta say, gotta stop saying kid. He is the hardest working athlete that I've ever I've ever worked with. Again, he's just relentless. He doesn't stop. He's always. Working hard and it paid off. So he's, um, yeah, congratulations, Will. So, yeah. So football season's here and um, uh, I'm excited. I, uh, the first game of the of the season for college is Thursday night. The Florida Gators. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Play, the Miami my the team. Miami Hurricanes. And um, I think the Florida Gators are overrated a little bit, um, but I think they're they're still going to beat Miami. But they're I,
1: still my team. They still are. My they are. We have
0: a divided house here. Um, she's a gator, um, a UCF knight, and it just it was always. And dull. the good thing
1: is that the gators don't play the knights, so we don't really have to be divided. But one day, Yo, they l- will, and then it's really gonna be tough. Y'all
0: are lucky you're not playing the knights. That's all I'm saying.
1: Oh, oh, shots fired. Ooh. Okay. Cause Ooh, the, nice.
0: Because the knights are fast. Is
1: that- Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. And is that I know a I, and
0: I know gators are fast and they can like run really low and they're fast creatures and all that. But guess what? The knights are fast and we have swords and helmets. We have a lot of teeth. And it doesn't matter. Why can, are
2: we talking about they, these are actual normal people we're talking <laughs> about? They're they're not the actual I know.
0: <laughs> it, it, imagine if sports is like if you were only as good as your mascot. Can you imagine? Like the camp <laughs> the Campbell camels. <laughs>
2: Like a
1: spit. Like, like they
0: could spit. They could spit on you. Mm-hmm. Um, about yeah, the they're, Badgers, they're like a team. It's the, the Badgers. The Badgers, yeah, Wisconsin Badgers. Those aren't,
1: that's not really. I'm not really worried about the Badgers. Can
0: you imagine like the the Portland Puppy Dogs? I mean, <laughs> can you imagine that would be that would, that would be kind really of crazy? Bad. I mean, you know, but. Um, yeah. All right, so college football gives you that's it. That's a good. The Canapolis Kitty Cats. Um, so no, no, no.
1: You can do this all night, please stop. Yeah, I know. Because he I will know. do this and come up with a thousand things.
0: So I'm already thinking about five or six. No, more. don't, don't do it. But um, so yeah, football's here. I'm excited, and um, you know, it's it has been slowly. You've been slowly. Like I know, if, if I want to, if I want you, if I desire for you to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> These are the two things I know I can do, and and, and when you say
1: you, you mean Danielle and me. I think, <laughs> you mean both of us, right? Yeah, Danielle? I
0: think so. Yes. Don't like,
1: we have a, a movie we have to watch?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So um, I, I have
2: homework. Ed. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's it's uh, if I put on a western, mm-hmm. or if I put on football, those two things are like it's like it's 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 like magic. It just you know so.
1: So now I know when you put those on, you actually want me to leave the room. Is no, because your? in football oh. season, I don't necessarily
0: want you to leave. I'd like for you to sit down and watch the game. I actually have a friend of mine whose wife is into football, and she knows the game. She sits and watches football with her husband. I'm like, how do you do that? He's, he's just like, hey. Okay,
2: for as many East Lincoln football games that I went to, I can, I can sit down and watch a football game. It's just like when guys get way too into it, it's like – it's like – it like turns me away, and I want to like leave. <laughs>
0: Why? What do you mean? Whenever get guys into like
2: it. whenever guys like like stand up and start like screaming at the TV like they can hear you. Yeah. You mean like when dad stands right
1: in front of the TV like he can get into it if he gets oh, a little yeah. closer.
0: Well, I like to, you know, I like to stand up there and close watch and the personally. game. I don't like yeah, I do stand <laughs> and watch football. I don't you do. I don't, you sit, don't sit. down. I don't sit down. I stand That's
1: how the si- problem is we stand, can't see he past stands your head. diagonally
2: facing the facing the TV with his arms crossed.
0: Yeah. Well, he I'm just I'm I'm studying the game. Studying the game. So um. All right. So so that
1: was good. What's bad? Well. Oh, that could go on forever. Well,
0: so you know we can talk about a bunch of. I mean, the list of bad things is 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 a mile long. Let's just but get bad. This Epstein murder thing, uh, or or suicide, I should say, murder, whatever. Um, I don't really want to get into conspiracy theory or anything like that, but it is kind of odd though that. Um, he was on suicide watch then... Then he was off suicide. Now he's right before he died. He was off suicide watch, and his
1: roommates removed.
0: And yeah, and then all of a sudden he has um, broken bones in his neck, um, that are associate that that are are apparently uh, homicide style like um, breaks in his neck. And then um, also he signed a will apparently uh, a, a new will an updated will two days before he got. He, he, before he lied, before he... I
1: don't think there's any, there's any, I mean... It's kind of, it is I odd. mean, he definitely was killed. Who killed him and why yeah. is what we don't really know. I mean, this there's is, no way he committed suicide.
0: This is what we do know. It's, it's you're more likely to be um, struck by, you know, you're actually more likely to be um, removed uh, by being associated with the Clintons and you are being struck by lightning. Well, I mean, I no, it's honestly, it's,
1: I don't know who it is. It seems like there are a lot of people involved. So, well, it could be there, a there lot are a lot of people. people, and
0: I think he was probably going to bring a lot of people down. So, yeah, I think there's so there's with, no the, telling. with the, child, the child crimes and stuff like that. That's really bad news. That's that's how bad our culture has gotten. Where I mean, and we're sick. I mean, the human mind by itself is just disastrous by its, on its own. I mean, we we can think up some of the most rotten and filthy things. And child trafficking is Man. huge. In fact, Charlotte, where we live, is one of the worst child trafficking uh, cities in the country, actually. And, um, you know, there are things that you can do and um, ways that you can teach your kids, you know, just if you, just don't approach strangers and, and be careful and be careful online. And, uh, you know, because there's a lot of people, posing as... You know, there's a
1: whole different level of, yeah. of evil there. And you know what they always used to say is that pedophiles and, and even for years, like that if you were in jail, you usually didn't last because the other inmates couldn't stand you because well, that even, is something yeah. they couldn't even deal even with. And they thing.
0: have a moral standard there, yeah. And
1: that was just one of many of his evil deeds. So,
0: yeah.
1: you know, I I pity for where he probably is right now and um, don't even... Don't even Know what I think happened there. I think there are just too many, too many things. But he definitely didn't kill himself. I mean, there's, yeah, there's it just, just a it just
0: doesn't 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 make sense to me. Doesn't make. I mean, if you if you're a common sense kind of, kind of thinker, you know something. Mean, he's getting ready to unload a ton of evidence on a ton of very influential people, and you had to. You you just know something. What it is, I don't know, and who did it, I don't know. But it's a sad situation, just, just no many, matter what. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. I hate that it happened, and uh, we just got to continue moving forward um, on a daily basis as Christians. It's tough. This world is getting worse by the day. It's crazy. It's insane out there. It's so insane that um, now, so Biden, you know, he's running for president. And you got to listen to this for a minute. And this is actually, he actually said this. He was on the, he's on the campaign trail, and he's, you just just listen to it now b- before you listen to it though does fact do facts and truth are they are they sort of one and the same right
2: yes. they should be they mean the same thing <laughs>
0: like fact like if it's a fact that it's a fact mm-hmm. that um, god created this earth or somebody right if you're if you don't believe in god something somebody created what we see you that's a fact
1: it's a fact that 2 plus 2 is 4
0: Two plus two is a four. Two plus two is four. Okay. So here's uh, Joe Biden. Let's just listen to how smart he is.
1: We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. Squeeze me? Baking powder? Did, did, did he just say that? Let's hear that again. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. <laughs> So far, we choose nonfiction <laughs> over false things. I mean, what? Here, I don't know. I don't know the fact that everybody. If hollering, hollering, join
1: me. I could use the help. Because yeah, you could use must, some help.
0: Must defeat this president to change the trajectory of this country. How about how about we change the trajectory of your mind? Okay, because <laughs> truths are facts. They are knucklehead, and that's all they <laughs> want. They want. They want. As they we, want Trump as gone. We say in
1: crazy. the crazy. Bless his heart.
2: Okay, like he didn't even it's, know what he was saying. Even if he did think that truth was what he wanted over, like, what was he even? What was that even? What was? What was he even going for? We choose, well, we choose <laughs> truth un- over lies well, is
0: what he should have he's, said. He's um, so it's just an attack. So in life, Danielle, and we're going to talk about this um, today a little bit because you know in school you're going to find people, you're going to find kids in school. The only way that they make themselves feel better is to bring other people down. Yeah. Right. Cause they have, they have nothing. They have, so they, they want to bring everyone else down to their level. And that's what this quote unquote democratic left wing party is doing. They don't know how to take a position and take the high road. So, they're just on attack they 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 and they're, this here is just a prime example of you know we just got to get trump out of office and i you know i'm you know you guys know i'm not a 100% trump supporter no. if he, if he says something uh kind of stupid i'm gonna call it out you know and, and well, especially he's if it, done some
1: really good things but there are times that i mean i can't even listen to him because i just shake my head and go no you didn't just say that
0: right but yeah. he didn't say we choose unity over division
2: yeah.
1: we choose science over fiction we choose truth over facts <laughs> Choose <laughs> truth over facts <laughs> you know he okay. went home later and said oh no the, well, i didn't this isn't, say this that did just, i just
0: yeah and, and then there's the whole weird um thing where he's he's always touching girls. Like, I just, he's just, he's the creepy Joe. He's, he's, anyway. Creepy Uncle Joe. Anyway. Didn't we all um, have a creepy Uncle Joe? You know, I don't want to necessarily sit here and make fun of him, but that's pretty darn funny. Because but when
1: you talk about how they all, when you you were trying to explain to Danielle about, you know, that's how our country seems to work is you run for an office and the way that you elevate yourself is to, to down you know, downplay and, and badmouth everybody else can't even imagine what it would be like if people if someone anybody would run for an office and just talk about the positives what they would like to do and not say a single negative word about anybody else like i would vote for them just because i didn't have to listen to it
0: but but but, but let's let's be let's be really honest here so it'll never happen you know if someone is has a, has a, is a known, let's say, pedophile. Like, Mm -hmm. let's just say they're a registered child offender. Mm -hmm. I think it's perfectly okay if it's, if a fact, if there's a fact that says this candidate is a, is on the registered, you know, pedophile list or whatever. Well, that's, that's different. There's
1: these generic... Negative things, and but these and it's are just, just
0: this is just made up, st- you're just it's all spin.
1: And doesn't it sound most of the time when you hear it? I, I tell you, when I listen to the news, that's why sometimes it just drives me crazy because you don't know what to believe. I seriously feel like I'm listening to the peanuts teacher that wah 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 yeah. wah because you don't even know what to believe, what they're saying, and it just seems so out in left field. Um, it, it's yeah, it's so frustrating, and I've, I felt like that. And it seemed like the older I get, I kept thinking: the older I get, the more I'm going to understand. I'm going to get the big picture, and it just all sounds like like you know just gibberish all the time.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the tactic is just confusion, confusion. and confusion, confusion, and chaos. Which is they who's
1: who does that? Who who's whose goal in life is confusion and chaos? Yeah.
0: It's well, the Satan. father, the father lies. You know, <laughs> yeah. he just confusion. He wants you to disbelieve the truth and the facts, Biden, mm-hmm. that um, that are really out there. And um, um, so when we come back, um, we're going to talk about um, the lead singer of Skillet, the Christian rock band. His name is John Cooper. And what he said about the, the Christians, uh, the so-called Christians, these millennial Christians that are leaving... Publicly renouncing their faith, and uh, we'll talk more about that in a minute. Right back. All right, so skillet. Uh, skillet's it's like a heavy metal or uh, they're they're rock, very heavy yeah, metal, very rock. heavy metal rock mm-hmm. Christian band, um, and the lead singer John Cooper just had just made a, a statement that's actually pretty pretty on point about millennial Christian leaders, pastors, whatever you want to call them these days, and they're this this wave of of millennial Christian leaders that are renouncing their faith just walking away from it and saying it, was, it wasn't true, guys. And here's what he says. I'm stunned that the seemingly most important thing for these leaders who have lost their faith is, is to make such a bold new stance. Basically saying, I've been living and preaching boldly something for 20 years and led generations of people with my teachings, and now I no longer believe it. Therefore, I'm going to boldly and loudly tell people it was all wrong while I boldly and loudly lead people to my next truth. Well, I'm perplexed by, and I'm perplexed why they aren't embarrassed, he says. He's, you know, why aren't they humbled? Why aren't they ashamed, uh, fearful, and confused? Why be so eager to continue leading people when you clearly don't know where you're heading?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. It's like, why should should I believe this guy? You don't even. Where they're heading.
1: They don't know where their head is, (laughs) quite honestly.
0: Yeah, you mean to tell me for the past 20 years. You you couldn't figure out that whatever it is that you thought you believed was fake? How about this?
1: And what made you change that?
0: Yeah, how about this? Okay. I think that those people were never saved. It's the parable of soils. They were never mm-hmm. saved. They. Ne- it's not that they fell away from the faith and they renounced it. It's just they never believed it in the first place. And, um, you know, I think... You're well, it's one- the
1: same thing. You were never really saved if you... If you fell on rocky ground, I mean, only the only those that were on fertile soil and grew right. are the ones that really were saved. Yeah,
0: it's and the only care. the only way that you that you're, that the soil is becomes fertile. What do you do, Danielle, when you're when you're gardening? What's the first thing you do with the soil? <clears throat>
2: Dig it
0: up. Dig it up. You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta break it up, right? <clears throat> so in this in the parable of the soils, what is what does the soil represent? You know this. And what? What is this? Here, are you listening? <laughs> <laughs> what does the soil represent? If, if, if God, the seed of God's spirit lives in someone's heart.
2: A person. Where a is the,
0: the soil is what? The heart? Yes, the heart. So in order to break the heart up, what breaks the heart up?
2: Uh, people being lost and broken.
0: Well, we are broken, but that's like a hard heart. So the Ten Commandments is is kind of the the, the one thing that can break someone's heart, right? And it's the it's the schoolmaster that leads those to Christ. So when you when you look into the mirror and you see this person, do you see a broken person? When you're not a Christian, did you see a broken person that you felt like you needed a savior? Or did you say, I'm good and I'll try this Christian thing just to see if it betters my life? Right? You know, you say I'm broken. I need Christ. I'm a sinner. And I think these millennial leaders came to the, their belief in Christ because it, it it would make their lives better and it would enable them to, to lead groups of people and, and, and it, it's kind of all about them. Uh, you don't you don't lose your salvation. Once you're saved, you're... But when
1: he's talking about these, and I'm, not, I'm asking because I'm not familiar with this, this story, um, is he talking about the people, are these pastors, these were, these were people that were pastors, were they at, at like large churches? These, is I mean, it... just,
0: there's, there's, a, there's a number here lately, a number of Christian, supposedly Christian leaders that are up from the millennial generation who just public, publicly renounced their faith.
1: Okay. Well, think about it. The millennial generation was faced with, has been faced with what? What's different than, and I was talking to Danielle recently about this because she was talking to me about, um, even some kids at her school and she was saying, you know, mom, there are a lot of kids that are openly homosexual. And I said, you know, what's different about and she's like, you know, you got to be nice to them. I said, well, of course, why would you not? I mean, one of her friends has a, her mom is has a wife and I really like her and we get along. I have no problem with that as a person. I like her as a person. I I don't agree with her lifestyle, but that doesn't mean I don't like her. Well, she was talking about, as Danielle was talking about this, I thought about it. I said, you know what, Danielle? I said, you know what's different? I said, you know, when I when I went, went to school, I said, like, I knew, like looking back, I could tell you like one one young man in particular that was feminine, was different, but it I never it never would have crossed my mind that he would be homosexual. It never would cross my mind that there would be something different about him. It was never spoken about, it wasn't talked about. That's what they always say, you know, in the closet back in the day. Because when we grew up, it would never even be spoken. To where now they see everything and every possibility from, from every angle. And if you don't see it in front of you, you're going to see on the internet. So, I mean, they're exposed to so many things that even though they may have been out there when we were, we were young, they weren't talked about it. And they definitely were kept quiet because people didn't come out and they surely didn't, didn't make it like you have to accept everything or you're a big, you have to accept everybody for everything. And and what they're seeing is so different. And, and that's what she's seeing. But that starts with that millennial generation is when, when all this started to arise. Um, and so I think what, what the younger generation is exposed to and things that today are okay. They, I mean, I remember years ago, even when I was young, like to see a, a, a mixed race couple was whoa, like you never saw that. And now it's very normal, you know? But it's funny, I know older people who still have a real weird thing about that. And and there are people I even know, and I'm like, they're happy. As long as they're happy, who cares, you know? But we've become more accustomed to that at our age. So that's something we've become more accustomed to where the LGBT, uh, that is not something that we're as accustomed to because it's newer to us to where this is all they know. So I think the more that p- they're exposed to that's out of, you know, what we think of as the, you know, the norm that, you know, we grew up when we were all young is changing. And I think millennials are looking and feeling like, well, Christianity is, is, you know, it doesn't accept everything. So that's got to be wrong because well, our world the- is telling them it's wrong, which is
2: okay. the world. Yeah. Well,
0: mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. So that's the problem is that you don't, you don't get to, when we talked about this at length on the show is, uh, you know, me disagreeing with your lifestyle mm-hmm. does not mean I hate you. It just means I disagree with your lifestyle. That's it. And you know, mm-hmm. we can, as long as you're not harming me and I'm not harming you, whatever. But you know, in the end it is harming uh, me because it's, it's destroying our society. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're being challenged. Um, well, the, the I, I, you know, what people are trying to do is just what the just what Satan did, the serpent did in the garden, in Genesis three one, when he asked um, Eve, uh, "Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden?" Now, now think about that question for a minute. There's two problems with that question. Did God really say? Right, Danielle. Right. So you're like questioning, like, did, did your dad really say you couldn't? do that you know really you know trying to sneak one on you that's like a jedi mind trick but here's another here's the other problem the question's wrong god didn't say you must not eat from any tree he says don't eat from that tree so the question's deceiving it just Mm -hmm. in and of itself so he's trying to say did god really say that you must not eat from any tree in the garden my answer would have been no he didn't say that he said don't eat from that tree Not any tree, but from this one right here that you're actually talking to me about. You know what I'm talking about, God? Or you you know what I'm talking about, serpent? So she didn't say, uh, so get your little slivering tongue and put it back in your mouth and rattle yourself away from me because I ain't eating from this tree. No. She wanted what she wanted. It was her desire that led to the first sin and then, of course, Knucklehead Adam did what he did, and you know now. Now here we are today, right? So that's the bad news. But the good news is Jesus Christ uh, died and paid that price on the cross for us. But this question, this is what they're trying to do. They're trying to convince my daughter, these people, where um, now they're they're making it okay that we're having these transgender uh, reading times at the local libraries. In in. Um, you know, they're they're reading uh, sexual books, and it's and it's okay, it's it's permitted, you know. And some of these, you, you, you see it, it's happening all over the place now. Um, and there's such we a have, small percentage we have of become, our society
1: that 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 is in that group. Why yeah. do why do we have to do something? I mean, no one does something special for me to be right. a middle-aged Caucasian woman. I mean, yeah. I mean, not that there's any special reading for me, but um, you know. Why? Why do we have to?
0: Well, do we we, have we have don't. That? We don't. And the and the, and the only thing that we can do. All right, our country needs a revival. Period. End of story. Government's not going to change this thing. Uh, a new president, uh, Trump's not going to change it. Revival is going to change it. Revival comes when you realize when you come to the to the to the realization that you are broken and you need a savior, and Christ is the answer. That is it. No leader,
1: no no president, no anybody. You can't rely on a human being or human beings
0: We're to, sick to save and this twisted. world.
1: I mean, you can't. I mean, think I think that's it. the thing: is people look and they, they, they feel like you know, if we get so and so in office or this, it's like no one's gonna, no person is gonna do that. No one person. And I think we we try so hard to look and waiting for that. You know, people are waiting for that saviors to come in and make a difference. I think. I think. You know. Four years ago, they thought it was going to be Obama. And now it's like, no, no, that's, that's not, you're not going to find anybody that's going to do that.
0: Well, it, it, you know, you talk about grassroots efforts. It starts with the man in the mirror, starts with the man in the mirror, starts with the woman in the mirror. And then from there, you have a sphere of influence. You know, people, let's say, you know, five people very well. And that's my dad told me that a long time ago. He said, you know what? You're going to be able to count your friends on one hand. And he's right. You're, I mean, you're close friends. Now I have a lot. We all have a lot of friends, but I mean, it's like the ones you know. You, 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 everybody knows. They can like can say mean, they will be there. Yeah, you got your five. You. Mm-hmm. So you got those five, and I like to say the five people you hang around the most—that's who you are. So if you want to look at, you look at kind of who you are, and get a picture, and step back and say, "Who is mm-hmm. Russ?" Who do I hang out with the most? That's who you are, period. Now you
1: must be fantastic because you hang out with me most of the time. It doesn't
0: count. (laughs) I don't count. That doesn't no, I'm talking about outside. (laughs) You're not
2: my friend.
0: Outside (laughs) of the yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. I mean it does count. But but Well, they talked about
1: that in her Sunday school.
0: But it's grassroots. It's grassroots. You gotta go out there and impact those people and those people do the same and so on and so on. That's how revival begins through the spirit moving through people, moving through Christians. And the spirit does the saving anyway. So if, if you allow the spirit to to if you're empowered by the spirit of God, then you're going to share the gospel with somebody. You're going to be brutally honest with them. Now, we uh, we talk a little we we talked a little bit this weekend about brutal honesty. Um, like I mean, you know, churches where you oh, know well, soft you church, like you. you know, I like to call like uh, light, uh, crystal mm-hmm. light churches or diet Christianity, whatever. Um, I'm not a huge fan of, of topical preaching and in light, in, in light just light Christianity. And I'm not saying that topical preaching is, is all that bad, but I'm saying too much of it can be a bad thing. I like expository preaching because you're going right for the meat. You're actually reading the Word of God and, you know, getting to understand and, and gaining what God intends for us to know about those verses and how they apply to our lives rather than this is what I like to speak about. And this is, I'm going to sprinkle this and that on the, you know, I'm going to sprinkle a couple of verses here and there on it. And I think that that is creating Christians who just drink milk all the time. They're, they're not drinking solid. They're not eating solid food. And, and then when it comes time for, uh, these, these conversations that you're going to have with somebody who believes that God made them this way or, or you know, did God really say, are you going to be able to actually stand there and defend your, your, your belief? Do you believe what you believe to be absolutely 100% true? And can you, can you defend it? I'm not asking everyone to be an apologist, a, a defender of the Christian faith, because God, God will give you the right words to say, but there's something to be said for somebody who can stand up to the opposition with, with the power of the Spirit of God and say, no, no, Joe Biden, facts are truth. And, you know, that sun that comes up every morning, I'm sorry, I had a, there was a guy I was talking to it was a couple weeks ago, I was playing golf with him, I said, I'm sorry, that is not an accident. Not an accident. And you can't sit here and tell me that God doesn't exist. In fact, what I want you to do is prove to me that God doesn't exist. You prove that to me. Prove me wrong. And you get silence. Because people who do not believe in God are fools. Period. The Bible states it very clear. God shows himself every day. Isn't that right, Marnie?
1: Well, inside
0: that man's body is a little child calling out for help.
2: Help me, help me, he's (laughs) saying.
0: You have have any kids at school that say, help me, help me? No. (laughs) (laughs) What were you going to say that?
2: No,
1: so uh, I was starting to say, we got out of church the other day, and Danielle had gone into youth service, and I asked what she had talked about, and they they talked about... um, sharing your face or, or being a light to people that that you are around or in your school that are not Christians and so I just thought it'd be interesting to find out from Danielle kind of what they had talked about and um, you know kind of how what exactly did they say about that versus you know you have some kids that go to that, that are Christians and some that aren't and how do you how do you speak to both of them
2: it definitely it wasn't like they didn't say how to be a light but basically how to balance hanging out with friends that you know are Christian and believe the same things as you versus balancing your time with people that aren't Christians and basically how to talk to them in a way that you could not force anything on them but just bring it up and just be a light to them. Okay. And have your Christian Christian friends that you know are Christian and you could lift each other up like, both ways and know that if you can't be really good friends with the people that aren't Christian, then you know that the people that are Christian will be there for you because you know that they believe the same thing as you. You don't have to be judged about it or like nobody gets mad at you about believing it because they believe the same thing
0: as you. Right. So the people that don't, they said, Approach them without judging them, right? Approach
2: them without judgment or force. Or like forcing them.
0: Forcing them. So how do they suggest that you um, share Christ with them?
2: Um, Just like be nice to them at first and just be like the nice person you could be. And then like ask them like what they believe or like be like, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about what you believe and I was kind of worried about you or say something like that. And then ask them what they believe and maybe just like tell them that Jesus loves you and just like don't force anything on them but try to get them to open up about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now I like I like asking questions. So what you're talking about are a couple things. There's two types of evangelism. There's incarnational evangelism and there's informational evangelism. Incarnational evangelism is doing those nice things. Like there's something about that Danielle I don't know what it is, but she's special. There's something there. I I don't, you know. And then the informational side is well, she asked me a bunch of questions about God and oh, she must be a Christian. Because you shared information. See, if I don't if you don't share information, okay, well, I mean, frankly, um you know, a Muslim could be a nice person to somebody. A Jehovah's Witness could be a nice person to somebody. So how, do they, how can they tell then the difference between you and a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon? Well, the only way they're going to find out is if you tell them about what you believe. But I like, the way, I like what you said around the questions because that's how you find out where someone else is. Even people who say they're Christian, I always ask them, well, if you died today, would you go to heaven? They say, yeah. I said, how do you know that? Well, because I'm a good person. Like Christians will say that. People who say they're Christians will say, I'm going to go to heaven because I'm a good person. Well, that's, that is a lie. The Bible says that God's word tells us that none of us are good, not one. So a Christian should never say that, that the only good coming out of us is Christ in me. That's it. Other than that, I got nothing. So I do like that you're asking questions. Have you done that?
2: Mm, not lately, but I did a few times last year. Yeah, I know school. you did last
0: year, yeah. And so it's it's hard, like you know. So if you were rejected. You, you were rejected a couple of times last year. Or?
2: Yeah, I would try to talk to them, and they would just either like storm off or start yelling at me, and I would just walk away from it.
0: Yeah. So, um, what encourages you to keep 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 doing it again? What, what why would you what what gives you the the courage to keep keep coming back and keep doing it?
2: Because I care about them and I'm friends with them.
0: That's good. Well, you know, you caring about them. That is probably in this this entire show the 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 most significant word that has ever that's been said on this show today is caring. If you care about somebody enough, you're going to share with them. You're going to talk to them. You're not just going to always talk about social media and who's doing what and this, and that, and the other. And you're you're gonna if you care about somebody. Like if you knew one of your friends was not was going to die the next day in a, in a in a tragic car wreck, you'd probably not talk with them about anything but God. If you knew that, if you knew that ahead of time, but we don't have the 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 luxury to to know when someone's going to pass, so that's why there's there should be an urgency to to our to sharing the gospel, and I just pray that um, that that is um, that that's that's what we. Inspired, maybe the listeners to do today. It's important. School's starting. There's gonna be a lot of peer pressure. Everybody's kind of setting their boundaries, and and uh, you kids out there, your parents that are listening, maybe the parents can listen to the show and maybe share it with their kids, so that they can, you know, be encouraged that it's okay to go out there and share the gospel with your with your friends. And so what if they don't? If they think you're funny, you know, because. um we are funny. I think God has a sense of humor, too. I look in the mirror and I'm like, oh, I, I know he's he yeah. got mm-hmm. a sense of humor. Like, mm-hmm. So, um, thanks, Danielle, for all the input from, this, yeah. from the, uh, the teenage 10th grader side of things. <laughs> Way to I'm go. Old. She's gonna be driving this fall. Very scary. We'll have a special show on that. Uh, um, anyway...
2: Um, stay off the roads. What? Stay
0: off the <laughs> roads? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely. If you're in that. Charlotte, I was
2: just gonna say that before any of my parents did.
1: So. Yeah. No, you do very well. She I does? wasn't gonna say. It. I was thinking it, but I wasn't gonna say it.
0: <laughs> well, hey, we love you guys. Um, and uh, we'll uh, we're gonna do another show this week for sure. We made a commitment to do two a week. Love you guys.
1: Bye now. Bye. <laughs>